0: Do it live! Hey Bill O'Reilly here, and you are listening to Bernie and Sid, God help you, on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 uh, Miami. Uh uh, South Beach, bringing the heat, uh. <laughs> Can y'all feel that? Can y'all feel that? Jig it out. Uh. Here I am in the place where I come, let go. In Miami, the bass and the sunset low. Every day, like a Mardi Gras. Everybody party all day. No words all play. Okay? So we sip a little something later. Rest to spell. Me and Charlie at the bar running up a high bill. Keep your wife's name, my wife's name, out of your mouth. Where's Will Smith these days? Kind of miss him. No? That's a pretty good song. I mean, you, you know, I loved him too I swear to, I thought he was brilliant in King Richard And I actually even bought the, uh, the reboot Of Fresh Prince And I loved it I mean it was edgier and racy There was sex and cocaine And all kinds of stuff You'd never see in the original And Will wasn't in this one He wrote it But I thought it was great man Underrated is the Legend of Bagger
1: Pants. No, that even, was a
0: horrible movie. I couldn't even say that, that was. Strange. That's where he re, he ruined up. And I thought it was going to be great. What Golf is, movie and no, good no. music. It was horrible. No, that was so you know, he's never really made. I mean, I have people talk about uh, the Legend movie. I am Legend. And that's a good movie. Fine. Independence Day. You know, but he's never, he's never really made a great movie outside of King Richard, has he? Even the Ali movie was a little disappointing. It was only one fight. I don't know. But I still love him. But he acted like a complete jackass, and now his career is over? That's it? Because of that? His career's not over. He's married to a psycho. This uh, Jada Pinkett is nuts. I should see her down at the Miami Heat basketball games, and talking about Miami and the Heat and Will Smith and this song and Jada Pinkett, let's go down to Florida. Carol Markowitz, a uh, big favorite of me and Bernie, New York Post writer, especially during COVID. She was on with me and Bernie quite a bit. She got the hell out of here, like millions of other New Yorkers. She ain't no dummy. Me, I'm selling my house in Boca. She moved to Florida. Here she is, alive from somewhere in Florida, Carol Marquis. Are you in Palm Beach or Miami-Dade? Where are you?
1: I I say South Florida for public purposes. How are you?
0: I'm very well. We do miss you here in New York, but um, you're living the life, right?
1: I am. I miss you all, too, but it it really doesn't get any better. I can't believe I waited this
0: long. You know, it's funny you say that, because I'm the only schmuck that at the age of 48 years old, I couldn't wait to get the hell out of there. I lived in Boca Raton for 16 years. Hi, Mm -hmm. uh, Lisa Orban. For 16 years, and I was bored stiff. The weather was the same every day. The conversation was the same every day. Where are we going for dinner? Who are we going to be with tonight? A bunch of um, basically day traders and a couple of doctors and drug dealers and I had enough, Carol. <laughs> I got out of there. I couldn't take it.
1: How is it? How is that different in the conversations anywhere else? I feel like that's no, nah, f- Florida. Anywhere. No,
0: they they spent, they're, they're so much time talking about where they're going to eat, and they're all yentas. I don't care if it's Boca, Miami, I for. Mean, just-
1: Jews, really.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. You're right. I I guess I am. My Jewish family is having
1: New York too. Where are we going to eat? What are we going to (laughs) eat? You're right. (laughs) It is a Jewish
0: thing, and I'm Jewish. I can say that. But but no, listen, I I, I imagine right now, what is it? 70 degrees and sunny. What's the weather today?
1: Yeah, it's like 76 right
0: now. Oh, my God. I know I watched the Dolphins game yesterday against Houston. and It was like beautiful and sunny, and it was raining and freezing here. And I do miss that part of uh, South Florida. But for folks that don't know, very popular New York Post writer, Carol. uh, Me and Bernie thought you were as good as it got there with Miranda Devine. For folks that don't know, why did you leave? What was the reason why you left New York if there was one major reason?
1: So it was definitely the way the COVID restrictions were targeted at children. And that I saw my kids not being able to have a normal life in New York City. I mean, I grew up in Brooklyn, my husband grew up in Queens. We were lifelong New Yorkers. We moved into our dream house in Brooklyn, March, 2020. We were gonna stay there forever. We had no plans to ever leave. But then COVID hit and we saw the way that children were just disregarded. I mean, there were so many moments during COVID and I know we had discussed it so many times, but you know, schools closed, indefinitely. Um, masking was happen- happening. Happening. My, my youngest just turned seven on Thanksgiving, and he had not been in school without a mask ever until <laughs> we moved to Florida. Um, I saw delays happening in him. I just, I, I, I didn't like it at all. There was one press conference that really sticks out to me where they announced um, they were gonna require uh, vaccination at restaurants and they forgot about children completely. Like they literally forgot that kids existed and there was no vaccine for kids at the time yet. Um, and they just and so like a day later, they had to qualify like what was going to happen with kids because the assumption was kids were just not going to be allowed in restaurants at all. Right. Um, so I had to get my kids out of that craziness. And I don't see that it, it has lifted, really. I I still hear discussions all the time. I'm on all the New York boards still about should we bring back masking? Maybe we oh, should yeah. close down after the holidays, yep, the yep. schools. Um, so many different things, and I just couldn't put my kids through that. So they're thriving now, um, especially again, the youngest was the one that we were really concerned about. He has been Florida man since day one. He plays football here. He plays soccer. He's shirtless 95% of the time. He's living the dream.
0: Sounds like me. By the way, my son Gabriel, my only son, also had his birthday on Thanksgiving, November the 24th. He turned 14. So happy birthday to both of them. Look, um, everything you're saying is true. Now, Mayor Adams, who I'm starting to develop a relationship with, he doesn't want mass anymore. But Governor Hochul, she's always willing to bring them back. That I can tell you. But But where me and Bernie Carroll really fell in love with you, and by the way, you share the name of Bernie's wife, was you came on our show during COVID, and I believe you were the first one, even in the New York Post, to really expose the real issue with the kids, and that is the teachers' union. You went hard after Michael Mulgrew and uh, Randy Weingarten. You were the first one, so A, congratulations, and B, I will tell you, there's still a major issue in this city.
1: Major. I mean, the day after the election, Kathy Hochul went to Puerto Rico with Randy Weingarten. It just shows who her political base is. Um, She absolutely caters to this special interest group, the teachers' unions. And, you know, it it remains a problem that these politicians are so under their control. Uh, You know, as I said throughout the pandemic, it's not that the teachers' unions are so strong. I mean, look at Florida. They're not strong here. It's that the politicians that cater to them are so weak. You know, it was Governor Cuomo, then it was Kathy Hochul. um, But they completely do whatever they say. And so when Randy Weingarten wanted schools closed for two years, that's what they did. And you, you really have to wonder, you know, what really is going on here? How are these people have so much power and how Randy Weingarten, Michael Mulgrove, how they have so much influence over these politicians? It's scary.
0: And you're right. None of that down there in Florida. Here we are talking about, now that we moved past the midterms and didn't exactly go our way. And it did in New York, obviously, and down by you, too. Miami-Dade went yeah. completely red. DeSantis mm-hmm. and Marco Rubio won big. But the rest of the country, not so much. But certainly your governor is a topic of discussion. And Donald Trump had a bad weekend sitting down with Kanye West. Lots of Jewish leaders here, like Dov Heiken, yeah. they're done with Donald Trump. So your governor right now seems to be the sweetheart of the Republican Party. You have any comments on that?
1: I mean, I'm a big fan of my governor, obviously. I moved down here because of his policies. I think he's phenomenal and does such a great job. I think it's just too early to be talking about 24. We're not really done with the midterms yet. We still have Georgia coming up. And I, I just, you know, it, it didn't go as great as Republicans had hoped. But I'm, you know, just, I think that we need to be sort of grateful for how it did go going as red as it did was really amazing to me and I love to see it. Um other places, California sent, you know, Republican congressmen uh to to the House and these two two very blue states can be really held responsible for the fact that Republicans won the House. So I think that we're just way too early to be talking about twenty four. I think the fact that Trump announced so early is a mistake. I think he's gonna have two years of this kind of attention on him and I, I don't know how that benefits oh, him. So yeah. I, I, You know, I, I'd love to see Ron DeSantis um, get into it, obviously. I think he's really great. Um, I'd love to see a, a Republican field that talks about what Republicans stand for, what they're all about, not be a cult of personality going forward, and, and really discuss where we're going as a party.
0: I mean, Trump jumped in because he wanted to bully everybody else. I'm in this race now. Don't you dare come in. I'm going to stomp you, and he may be able to do that. And I'm, I'm still a Trump supporter, but I am very upset— With what he did, meeting Kanye, this other person. He didn't know the other person, but that's fine. He certainly knows about Kanye. There has not been a a more famous anti-Semite in the last month, including Kyrie Irving, than Kanye West. So uh, as a young Jewish lady, are you disappointed in Donald Trump?
1: i have a very quirky opinion on this i haven't even like tweeted about it or anything but yes i i am disappointed but not not how you think i think that it's too easy for people to get to donald trump i think he needs to make it harder he needs to have more people he trusts around him i think you know i, I do i think even for a second that donald trump is an anti-semite no i don't do Me i either. believe him that he he didn't know who nick Fuentes is sure why would he know who nick Fuentes is who is this guy he's barely anybody um so i believe all that but you know he is so susceptible to people praising him and i think he needs to have better people around him to say no you can't meet with kanye yes we get he's a celebrity yes you couldn't even like him i'm actually a huge fan of kanye West's music i love my yeezys i (laughs) you know i used to really like kanye west i i i'm not anti kanye i i you know i liked his his work I, I never liked Kanye the man but I always liked his work and I, I get it I get it but you have to have people around you to say this yeah. is a terrible idea and you need to take their counsel and say yeah you're right meeting with Kanye West right now is an awful idea I'm not gonna do it but he's he, and I, you know a lot of the defense of him is like oh he's so gracious and he's such a great guy and that's why he let Kanye bring his friends and he didn't want to offend anybody I believe all that but that's not a positive for me that is a negative you need to have somebody around you to say look we can't have these people in your house That that is just not acceptable
0: so the um i think the morning guy down there i was down there for 16 years of course but i was down there with the legends neil rogers hank goldberg jim mandich a lot of those guys are sports guys but they have a guy who used to be a wide receiver for the miami dolphins he was one of mm-hmm. dan marino's best friends and his name is jimmy cephalo and I think he still does the morning show on AM radio down in Miami. He's kind of the alternative, not the alternative. He's kind of the Sid Rosenberg of Miami. Not exactly as popular and handsome, <laughs> no. but that guy. Now, have you listened to Jimmy Shaw yet down
1: there? No, I haven't. Yeah. And they haven't had me on. So, you know, I can't really like
0: them that much. But... Well, you know, they, they don't, don't like people. They don't like people. They don't like New Yorkers who come down there. Trust me. They hated my guts when I would. They, they used to say to me, I would complain about something. And it wasn't like, well, I get it. It was like. You know where I 95 North is, Sid. Hot back on and get back to New York. So you, you got to be careful down there.
1: <laughs> no, there's only one, Sid. I, I, I don't think that there's anybody down here who can compare. Oh, thank you
0: for that. Thank you. Well, listen, you're terrific. Uh, Bernie loved you, and I love you. Thank
1: you so much. Thank
0: you. And please keep coming back, okay? Please.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. You
0: got it. Enjoy your uh, winter down there in South Florida. Enjoy it. Take care. Carol Markowitz, folks, New York Post columnist. And again, she really was the one before anybody else, anybody else in New York to shine the light on Mulgrew, Weingarten, that teacher's union, which continued to mask our little kids for way, way too long.